Basement Booker's Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Basement Booker's Podcast with your boys, the Basement Bookers. That's me, Basement Chair, and with me, my co-host, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be, not Bret Hart. Sorry, CM Punk. He is very much still alive. Rich the Riz. Everybody, welcome Rich the Riz. Thank All you, right. bro. All Excellent. right. Ready to um, do this? Dude, I am so ready to do this. But first, I need to address something. As you all know, if you're a New Yorker, New York is in chaos. The mayor of New York, we're not going to name him here. We don't want to make him famous by mentioning him on a Basement Bookers podcast. Okay, we're not going to do that. We don't get political here. But the point is, I think he's got something against the Basement Bookers podcast because we got we had an idea from Manny. And I thought, why not make it happen? Why not have Subway Slam where you could win by pinfall, submission, or you toss an opponent out of a moving train? We tried to get it done. We were given a price. And obviously, the only thing I could possibly part with was at least $2 million Basement Booker's dollars. Now, you might be surprised to know that that money is not good for here. So my our basement dollars are not good enough for the mayor of New York. We're not going to make him famous by naming him on this very famous Basement Booker's podcast, which, by the way, thank you to the 30 strong, 30 subscribers. Subscribe to this channel. That's you. That's growth. That is, I was so happy to see that this week, that we had 30 followers, subscribers on YouTube's. They, they hashtag follows the bookers. You know, YouTube's a huge platform. We're happy to be here. So, you know, I just wanted to get that out there. And, and Manny is one such people. He's been with us since the beginning. I used to work with him. Can so we say I, down since? Day he one ish. Where we just hand out basement bookers dollars all willy nilly, and we give a lot to Manny, which by the way has earned him another forty basement bookers dollars. Remember, it's not money. You can't do anything with it. It's non fundable, non refundable, non binding. It's inside. It's in you. Okay, just remember that, right, Rich? That's right, Jer. And and much like and unlike regular dollars, it's not affected by inflation. It's always the same basement bookers dollars, guys, no matter what. Uh, You're not going to so, get some tool in California winning a billion of them. You're right, Rich. There is. Damn. You're right. <laughs> Speaking of, damn it. I thought we'd start with dynamite today. Whoa. Because when you say dynamite, it's almost like saying damn it. And I was looking for like a really good segue just to get us like straight into it and then mm -hmm. subvert expectations yet again by starting with an AEW dynamite. First of all, I just want to say uh, to John Moxley, I did not consent to that bloody camera kiss uh, for the record during the blood and guts match. Um, just throwing that out there. Uh, so let's talk about dynamite rich. I've been like, again, on my four-wheeler, just trying to run you over. 
Um, right. How about you? How about you get us going into AEW Dynamite, which I actually really enjoyed. I think this is one of my more fate, more like enjoyable episodes of Dynamite. As I keep talking, when it's your turn, but please, <laughs> <laughs> it's, all right. it's all right. It's part of the intro. Uh, yeah. I'd agree. This was this was a pretty strong episode of Dynamite. Of course, headlined by blood and guts, but uh, AKA War Games, right? <laughs> kind of War Games. But the first note I have here was, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry if it sounds like I am perpetually crapping on the AEW announce team. I don't know if this was them. I don't know if this was someone in their headset saying this is what it's it's what you got to say or whatever. But do you remember Basement Jair, the opening scene where Jungle Boy's music hits, he doesn't come out, and we see a video package? Yeah, the the uh. The Jungle Boy promo, where he like, you know, I had a thing I wanted to say about that, but go right ahead. Get... Well, I kind of liked it. Yeah, like I thought it was cool because it's kind of like in a uh, in Game of Thrones. Okay, there's a character named Jon Snow, and Jon Snow. Spoiler right... alert! All right, sorry. Uh, spoiler alert! You will find. Little joy in your command, but with luck, you will find the strength to do what needs to be done. Kill the boy, Jon Snow. Winter is almost upon us. Kill the boy and let the man be born. So, Jungle Boy, you got to take your thing out now so you can hear. We're back to AEW. Oh, back okay. to AW. Everybody cool. else gets the metaphor, not you. So, Juggle Boy, he has to die. Like, to, Jack Perry had to kill Jungle Boy so he could become Jack Perry, so he could be 100% Jack Perry. Mm-hmm. You see, it's a metaphor. So Right. So, okay. I dig it. I like it. It's good. The music sucks, though. But yeah. I like the transformation. I don't even remember the music. It's but- Beethoven. What did the announcers say he did? Uh, I don't remember what they said, actually. They said he buried his boots. I thought they were attached to a person. They were absolutely attached to a person. He was pulling someone by their so wrist. So they, did, they didn't even get it. Maybe they did. But they clearly avoided the fact that it looked like he was burying an actual human being and only referred to him burying his boots. I think that's like I think they should have just left it alone. Like, yeah. Why say that? Right? Like this yeah, isn't say, about say, you, Excalibur Jack, Tony Taz. Yeah, say jungle Jack Perry here uh uh what's the word? Metaphorically burying his former self jungle boy. But like you don't even have to say anything. That's it. Like the, I, I feel like the, the work speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion on now on. Right. So when when they do something good, they should get credit for doing something good. Like they didn't need their help with that. Yeah. You could don't just shut the hell up. Yeah. Don't take <laughs> a perfectly good opportunity to say something stupid and have me call you out on it because I will. I will. Yes, and we. You know what? And we will make you famous on his yeah. widely known Basement Bookers podcast. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tony Shivani. 
Tony, this I think he really is turning heel. I think he's picking up some heel tendencies from basement chair. I think it's happening, man. I um, so. I think Adam Cole got him all messed up ever since he came there. You know, ever since he came along, spending more time around Brit and stuff, just messing mm-hmm. around with Tony's friendships. Yeah. Um, you're letting it affect yourself at the announce booth, man. You know, I I just think you got to focus. You got to focus on just saying mean things about MJF. And those, this, uh, let's, I guess, uh, we, we, we can't move on, though, because, Rich, something happened in that after that intro of Jack Perry. And what happened was the second longest streak in AEW was broken mm-hmm. on Dynamite when Jungle, well, formerly known as Jungle Boy, where Jack Perry, killer of Jungle Boy, confessed killer, there's evidence. Actually, we don't know he killed him, but we do know he's he buried him. Right. I have a feeling he had something to do with it, but he's an accessory of the fact. But that's mm-hmm. not the point. I'm not a lawyer. This isn't bindable. This is for entertainment purposes only. CYA. Anyway, back to it through cheating underhandedness low blow i mean it takes everyone down yeah you know it takes down the mightiest the smallest the biggest hook is just a regular man like the rest of us what do you think of that decision was it the right move and uh yeah i think those are the questions i think uh it's more priority for Tony Khan and creative at this point to get more heat onto Jack Perry than it right. is to preserve an undefeated streak. Uh, Hook's very good. They they showcase him, I think, exactly the way they need to, which is kind of in a similar vein to Goldberg a little bit. Similar to what they were doing, with, a little different from Jade, a little bit. I have a question though. Okay, will they have Hook attack Jack Perry at some Hollywood party, or like a party, or at his house? Because Jack Perry's been avoiding Dynamite, like you know, ever since he turned heel, he keeps just leaving, mm-hmm. and that's why they're like, "Hey, maybe he's not going to show up. He doesn't want to fight. He doesn't want a piece of Hook," you know. Mm-hmm. So maybe you have to find him, like break into his house. Maybe cool. I I did you know have him like walking the red carpet somewhere, and yeah, I think it works. It it, it plays into the 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 Hollywoodish kind of heel. Hollywood Jack Perry with his leather pants. Yeah, for real. I mean, they they don't seem to be as tight as Danny Garcia's pants. You know, that's different. Yeah, it's a, Jack Daniel needs Garcia a little room. Is, uh, you know, Jack Perry's a high flyer. Dan Garcia is a sports entertainer. He doesn't need all that. Uh, I think he's more of a dancer, which, um, hey, AEW hard, diehards, I mean, the diehards. Like, isn't, like, dance-offs, like, the things that you make fun of, like, WWE for? So is this okay? It's okay when your guys do this? That? I don't like it, by the way. JAS, they're sports entertainers. Sorry, sports. Yeah, it's entertainers. Oh, so what about Adam Cole and MJF? Yeah. Are they sports ent- entertainers too? No. 
Okay, so they were involved, weren't they? They were sucked into it. They were sucked into it. They asked. What the would have happened if they didn't? The the fans might have booed them, and as the white meat baby faces that uh, MJF and Adam Cole are, that you know they had to do what the fans wanted. I'm look. I'm looking forward to when this Adam Cole MJF bromance reaches its eventual and predictable conclusion. However, yeah. I would hope they try to like subvert expectations, maybe have it like where Adam Cole betrays MJF before MJF has the chance to betray Adam Cole. Cool with that. And that'd be cool because like then the next week after it happens, MJF comes out and does a promo and he's like all upset and he's like, and I'm not even upset that you did it. I'm upset that you did it before I could do it to you. Yep. And now I respect you for it. And now I have to beat the hell out of you. Mm-hmm. It could be something crazy like that, you know. But it's obvious this Roderick Strong thing is going to get in there. And you're going to love that. That's going to be your favorite part. Look at that. Look at how excited you are. That's Richard Riz's excited face. Ah, uh, sorry. You said Roderick Strong. I did. Uh, the Messiah yeah. of the Backbreaker. And the neck brace guy now. Now he imagine you do the AEW and you see him, you're like, is he the neck brace guy? Because that the only time I see him, he's wearing a neck brace. Yes. Neck brace guy is good for like a manager after he gets hurt, you know, and he still comes to ringside and it's like, no, you can't hurt me. I'm like this. I can say whatever, you know. Yeah. Heenan rocked a neck brace. Uh Jimmy Hart rocked a right neck brace. Yep. Good. Matching trunks, matching jackets. Uh also. Um, Register Riz in the basement book of first. I have the first question of the day. Ooh. What do you approve of the better than you and you know it, baby theme song? The mishmash of the two songs. What is your opinion? Let us know, but do you want my opinion? I'm asking you, yeah. I, it sounded like they kind of, they just, did their typical thing where they'll play one, then play the other, and maybe go back and forth. I couldn't hear it. It feels like it's well. A, you obviously didn't, so you should not, go yeah. back and do that. But it's like it, it's like they actually did mixing with okay. it. Okay, all so, right. And the timing makes sense, you know, because it starts with the MJF, and it then it goes back to kind of the MJF thing. It's actually really good. I liked it, so I thought it was cool. Um, like I was trying to listen, and I and I'm like, how how are they going to know when when it hits to drop the boom? And they did. They did. Next time, just like you know, YouTube and headphones, like the AC can't interfere with that. So um, true. Mm-hmm. You've got no excuse. So um, I also didn't know I'd get asked about it. Well, why wouldn't you get asked about it? Because I'm subverting expectations, Richard Riz. We're talking about AEW Dynamite and to continue talking about AEW Dynamite. Um, let's not forget that uh, at the end of that match where the obvious uh, masters of the double clothesline, mm-hmm. the MJF tope, uh, whatever, and the um, the fact that the top guys, uh, they don't appreciate these guys. They all They say double clothesline my ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them said, um, 
What do you think about that? And what do you also think about Chris Jericho being snubbed by uh, Sammy Guevara and Garcia there after the match? I'm going to start with your second question first. I like that they're showing... I like any time that they show some storyline progression and continuity. Because I feel like, especially as a new company, since they don't have nearly as much history to go on as WWE does, that any chance they get, they should. So I appreciate that. Um, I like it. I like the uh, the progression of the JS breakup, maybe, maybe not story the is, will jericho join the don Callis family story don Fallis. yeah he is yeah dude he's got so much heat people want to beat him up for real no that's some like 1970s wrestling stuff that that means you're over brother right well, no i mean you know <laughs> or yeah. just means yeah. some idiot was either an idiot or chemically altered. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, I think it was like a security guard didn't know that Don Callis was a part of the bit, so he like got rough with him. Oh. I think that's what happened. Yeah. It was at a AA AAA show where uh, uh, Kenny and uh, I think it was Vikingo did mm -hmm. a thing. Elijo so. del Vikingo. Yeah, whatever. Oh, personally, I, I think he's great. I mean, like, uh, wrestling-wise, I'm sorry, I get mad because you sit here and you tell me about these stories that exist in AEW. How hard is it to put that in a game? How hard is that for you to give me an AEW-like whatever you want to call it mode in the Fight Forever game? Kenny? Okay, you could have had that like each character you pick, you can have them have their own little go through the history and the person. Maybe they don't watch the show. They can learn storyline, be all caught up to right now. But you couldn't do that, could you? You just wanted the other things. It just wasn't good enough. You just want to get back in there and be one of the best wrestlers in the world. Well, you did that fine. But just know, by the way, by the way, this coming from a Legends ranked player, all right, I am not some scrub. Hopefully, I'm smart enough and have the wherewithal to put the screenshot right here. You see, there it is. Okay, that's me. Otter Hermit is me. That's my name on there. I'm a legend. I'm a legend. You could have done that. Thank you. Thank you. I can't I can't go any further because there is no more. I think I have only one more thing to say. It would be really cool if Orange Cassidy dropped the belt to AR Fox uh, because that would be his downfall, doing a favor for somebody because he's been defending his championship all the time. He's got the most successful title defenses. What else do you want? Let's let's move. Let's make a let's make a next step. Let's subvert expectations here. Let's do something a little bit different. Let's not do the usual. Oh, he's gonna give it his best shot, do the best he can. Wow, he's so impressive. But at the end of the day, he was down for three seconds on that three second tan. Okay, mm -hmm. so what do you think? Yeah, I think it's a 
cool idea. It's an interesting way to get the title off of him. An interesting sort of scenario. And he has been defending it a lot. He's obviously worn out. He's got the Kinesio tape all over him. His hand's broken. Yeah. So. It's, it, it, I'm saying be nice to somebody else who win the big one. You know? Yeah. How about that? It's only fair, right? Yeah. How so. about that? Blood and guts. Uh, yes, I have most of the major stuff here. I have the order in which they started and everything. Claudio and Kenny started. Uh, followed by Pack, then Hangman, Mox, Nick Jackson, Wheeler Yuta, Matt Jackson, Takeshita, then Kota Ibushi. So, well into the match, Claudio accidentally hits Pac with the uppercut in the corner uh, while he was aiming for Kenny. Kenny had dodged. Um, so, Claudio and Pack exchange words and to the point where they have to be separated. Like, they're getting, like, really heated at each other. Pack is done. He goes under the ring, gets bolt cutters, cuts the chain, and bounces. He's just out. Yeah, he left. He doesn't want to do anything. He's already out of here. For real. Takes Not... hours off your career. It does. Not long after, they um they handcuff Moxley to the middle rope. Uh, in between at the uh, sort of in the middle between That's the, a good where spot. the two rings met. Yeah. That's a good spot. And at uh, Don Callis' instruction, Takeshita also leaves. So that's five on three. So basically the heel heels abandon Blackpool Combat Club? Right. Got you. So then we see Hangman choking Real Yuta with a chain, and the ref calls for the bell. We don't know what happened until a little shortly thereafter. The announcers tell us that Moxley surrendered to save Yuta. You know, Richter is, I've watched wrestling a long time, brother. Some might say my entire life. I believed that a zombie man wrestled. I believed that Kamala came from parts unknown. I believed that The Undertaker did indeed come back. But... I refuse to live in a world and believe that the toughest SOB at AEW, as he is booked and what they're telling me, that is not my opinion. I'm going based off facts presented to me from case evidence presented to me by Moxley's matchups and his victories. Also, his defeats and what that. I refuse to believe that he gives a damn about Wheeler Yuta. Okay? Enough to do that. So, something's going on here. That's that's BS. To play devil's advocate, to play devil's advocate, it could be argued that knowing it was five on three, and that he was physically incapable of helping. So really at that point it's five on two. With Hangman doing his Hangman gimmick on Wheeler Yuta. Mox believes. Mox is a believer of the idea that you need to toughen them up. However, knowing this could shorten young Wheeler Yuta's career. I feel like it's plausible that that's why Mox surrendered. 
possible. Uh, listen, I think this is going to lead to a problem down the road. I think Wheeler Yuta is going to be like, I never, you know, I never gave up. You did. You know, mm-hmm. it could be one of those things where it's like, really, you're going to turn heel heel on this guy? You, you're you you're nothing without this guy. What are you talking about? You need Moxley. You need Blackpool Combat Plug. Combat Plug. You need your Blackpool Combat Plug. I'm giving merch merch ideas here, guys. Come on. Or Blackpool Combat Blood. What? What? Blackpool Combat Blood? What? Will it be real blood? Like, you know, in case you need a transfusion, like type A, whatever you need? Well, there's We could be in the pharmaceutical area. There seems to be plenty of it. There's a market for this here. Actually, I don't know if that's safe. Like the way that they their blood comes off is through, you know. Oh, they can test it. Sure. Yeah, test it for battery acid. All right. Uh, And rust from those nails. My only comments are that these war games, and I'm just going to call it what it is because that's what it is. Blood and Guts is war games. They're just not... You're not, I've always said it's of its day. You're not going to be able to, because these were rare and to, you know, blow off feuds and stuff like that. This will do that. Apparently off camera, they hugged it out or whatever. It's obvious that Black Bull Combat Club aren't going to be heels going forward uh, because of what had happened. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's at least what I think. I don't think you need to leave Moxley heel for that long in AEW. It doesn't make any sense. So. Now, what does Brandon Anderson come back to? Mox surrendered because Yuta was getting choked out. Is Brandon Dander upset with Mox? He doesn't have a leg to stand on because he can't even wrestle right now. And Moxley can. Moxley's actually there. Moxley's actually bleeding. So I don't think there'd be an argument because blood is being, you know, spilled. It's, you know what I'm saying? So okay. that's just my opinion. I could be wrong, and it could be some dumb shit that they always got to fucking do, but they got to do it because that's the formula, and I'm sick of it, but whatever, fine. Do whatever you want to do. Um, Look at us talking positive about AEW. You know, Britt Baker was there. She had a match. That was good. Uh, I really liked it. There was, like I said, there was nothing I didn't like really all that mm-hmm. much. Except for like, like I was saying about blood and guts, there's a bit where on the roof of the cage, a buck is fighting. Uh, I think it's Wheeler Yuta on top of the cage, mm-hmm. and while he's up there, everyone else is sleeping. Only Moxley and Hangman are still working. Mm-hmm. And I use the term loosely because they're doing those punches, you know, that they do where it's like, all right, you're not really, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like really, like phoning it in because it's like, dude. Your cardio's got to be crazy to do like a regular match, and I got to do this shit. Yeah, I get it, but still, I don't need my attention. Like, I can see that though. I see it happening, and so do the people there. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're gonna wrestle in this excruciating match, wrestle the match. It's not nap time, right? I don't know. I'll just take it away from like the 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 point is to make it look real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are definitely parts of, I mean, I feel like I'm probably spoiled by WWE's more experienced camera crew and 
uh, directors, right? Oh, but yeah, because you might not have seen that stuff on TV then, is what you're saying. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I, th- I think so, because I'm usually thinking, I don't, I'm always thinking, what is everybody else doing? Because I mm-hmm. can't see what they're doing. Right. You can't see them not doing anything. Like, I'll admit they do do some stuff that's annoying for me in, like, multi-tag. Sometimes, like, Roman, sometimes he takes some time, you know, if he's... He's out there sleeping when in his tag matches. Sometimes I get it, you know. You know, you 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 know, you get to a certain level, you get to do that stuff because you're that dude. But mm-hmm. still, I notice these things. So yeah, we, we we like realism. We do. And speaking of realism, let's head on down to the um, real quick though, not too long. Uh, the I guess where where is uh, NXT this week? I don't I mean, even where remember where they are, like where they were, where they did the show. Is this full sale still? Yeah, they're, or... they're just always right. in Orlando now. So down there in Orlando, we had, what an episode. Uh, we had uh, Noam Dar channeling his best cloud from Final Fantasy VII after he was in the live stream, and he's in the wheelchair, and mm-hmm. he's just like comatose. I yeah. couldn't stop thinking about that. Like, this is great. Uh, and what a rib, man. Like, out of the Heritage Cup, you know who came out a winner? Noam Dar. Because you don't have to carry that stupid cup around. Enjoy it, Frazier. Enjoy it. Okay? Imagine that. Imagine mm-hmm. having to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Even if it's from, like, the prop room bringing it down there, you still do with that. I want someone to point out to Nathan Frazier that he's kissing the same cup as Noam Dar kissed. Just how great, perpetually, is Noam Dar's character work? He's not doing anything right now, though. It's not really character work. He's Bernie from Weekend of Bernie's. No, he's Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. He's not dead. He's very much alive. <laughs> Noam Dar's alive. He was able to put the lollipop in his mouth. He's alive. Right. Like, okay. Come on. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just Plus, thoroughly... I paused it, and I didn't see anybody do it for him. Like, he's... He can, you know... I'm, I'm just thoroughly enjoying... The comedy, I love it. Yeah, it's there's sometimes there's good comedy, sometimes there's things that's supposed to not be comedy, like I don't know, discount Garooch and the 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 family thing over there and the ring there. And, hey, Bizons! Uh, as someone who hasn't been able to eat solid food since like Monday, I'm very upset. Oh, it was a Tuesday. I'm very upset at the waste of food that happened that transpired in that ring. I watched it today. I was very upset by that. Okay, what a waste of great mm-hmm. meats. Uh, and uh, also, are we done with this whole, like, uh, oh, wait, more important. I'm sorry. The streets of NXT, does that mean the parking lot? Yes. Is the Don, does the Don run the parking lot? Yes. This is canon? I would assume so. Dude, it has to be. It's the best way for any of this Godfather shit to make sense. It's like, what do you run? Mm-hmm. Oh, the parking lot. That makes perfect sense. Think about it. You can't park there if mm-hmm. he doesn't let you. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, it could be, mm-hmm. and it's a business, and they use businesses for, you know, wash it the money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's perfect. It's perfect. And then it's like that being the Don of NXT actually means something. Because mm-hmm. right now, it doesn't mean fucking anything. <laughs> it yeah. means it, fuck all. You're the Don it, of one guy. 
Yeah, it mean it means you're the highest ranking Italian character on the show. Exactly. That's all it is. I'm telling you, let him run the NXT parking lot because he does run the streets of NXT. It is the NXT parking lot. There you go. It writes itself, guys. There you go. It's like uh, it would be a shame if uh, no one here would watch out when uh, someone's leaving their car. Maybe somebody could run by and. Uh, break their leg or something you don't take their cannoli or whatever you, know? you don't listen you don't take a man's cannoli no you don't all right so those are expensive that being said uh let's move on to uh this this week's session of corbin versus corbin mm. uh i don't hate it right because it kind of makes sense because it's what we've all been saying like what is baron corbin who is Baron Corbin really? Why is Baron Corbin? And now even he doesn't know. And I'm convinced that there is a bigger Corbin. Because when you see them stand in front of each other, mm-hmm. I'm going to have the photo here. Hopefully it's matching to what I'm describing. There's Corbin on one side and there's other Corbin on the other side, right in front of each other. Mm-hmm. The 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 future Corbin looks a little taller than past Corbin, if that's what they're doing. It's slightly taller. So I don't know if it's like an aspect thing or what, but there's a bigger Corbin. And bigger Corbin is coming. It'd be hilarious if like we think it's gonna be like this deep change for him. Mm-hmm. And he's just coming out, it's like this on this like these crazy promos and he's coming soon and then when he shows up it's like please welcome bigger corbin <laughs> it's just him and he's just jacked and he's just bigger corbin wait a second jacked can he though That's he could a... probably get jacked you think he could get jacked i don't know man like gunter got jacked you know he 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 was a little bit doughy you know and he got good. I guess different body types, right? Yeah, so so Gunter trimmed Corbin down. used to be even bigger, though. So right. this is the smaller version of Corbin. So exactly. I see what you're saying. Exactly. Like, like, it, like Gunter trimmed down, and we got to see the muscle that we always suspected he had. Corbin right. already trimmed down, and this is what we got. Okay. Ready for this? Yes. Actual bigger Corbin, he just gets fat. He just gets big to like his football days, to like his his football position days, and just he's just bigger Corbin, and he's just running over people. I'm just. Oh, uh, he probably can't do end of days anymore. No, because he's too round, probably. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. Don't do bigger Corbin, but bigger Corbin. I don't. I'm just joking. They're not gonna do that. No. I have no idea, but I hope it's cool. I just flashed back. He does to have Simpsons. an identity crisis. Yeah, I flashed back Wait, to that Simpsons yeah. episode where Homer was putting on weight so that he could get a disability. Or oh, whatever, I love that reason. episode. Where he has to wear right. a muumuu. Yeah, and he gets stuck in in the I, nuclear thing. He has to work from home, and he's asking. Uh-huh. He wants a tab, and he keeps hitting it, and there's nothing's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, instead, instead of gum, chew bacon. <laughs> so unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, what like, was it? If you if you if you rub yes. it on a piece of paper and the paper turns clear, that it's good. To yeah. Eat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly where I was going. Simpsons reference. All right. All Perfect. Right. Um. So yeah, go Corbin. Uh. So like, wait. Technically, 
Corbin burned Corbin stuff before Jungle Boy, as Tony Schiavone ruined it, could bury his boots. Right. Interesting. Just there are some there there are some parallels, you know. Um, Dom taking the title off of uh, Wesley and uh, Jack Perry taking the title off a of hook. I think I, one is bigger than the other because one's an actual belt. It the other is one's an accessory. It is, but I wonder if. Oh, dude! Wow. Backstage, ahead, yeah. I wonder if backstage there's any sort of like, well, let's see which of these two similar segments gets more social media attention. Interesting. I was if, two of... com- if two different companies are like at least in one in one kind of segment doing kind of the same thing. And if AEW's gets more impressions, or if AEW's seems to get more positive impressions, I think that would be a win. I don't know anything about that stuff, honestly. Um, you're the guy for that. But I, what I do know is, what I do know is, what I is do know, what I do know is that I was thinking about Jack Perry. And I was thinking about the fact that he buried his boots, that he buried the Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. And now all of this, because he wanted it to be, he wanted to win a title like he said he would. And mm-hmm. now forever, it's just the FTW championship. Like, I want you to think about this for a second. Now, no disrespect for Taz, but I'm saying it's not an official championship. It's a different mm-hmm. kind of championship. So, you know, that's kind of like, you know, your first is like not the best to remember kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, but um, it's, it's something for different people. Like for hook, that's a big deal for, I don't know if it was a big deal for Brian cage. Nothing happened for Brian cage after that, but to be fair to Brian cage, nothing happened for Brian cage before that. Well, Brian cage is the ROH uh, trios champ. Yeah, but what is the trios championship really? What is the ROH trios championship really in the hierarchy of championships? Also, uh, when in, in regards to trios, I feel like it's not as powerful as a tag team because now you're one of three guys. You're not really putting in much you know what I'm saying? Like it's three people. The weight is distributed between three people as opposed to two people. Mm-hmm. Why should three people have championships? That's like easy mode. I would think like you guys get together. Right. And I'm talking about easy mode as in talent being equal, skill being equal, ring time and all that stuff. Right. Being equal. cardio being equal. Yeah. Sh- strategy. And, and the strategery involved, I would think that it's a lot easier to be a triple championship team than it is to be a tag team. Mm-hmm. Especially with the energy expenditure for two people as opposed to three people, more people at rest. Yep. All right. So the reason uh, that idiot was out there with the trophies because he teamed up with Dragon Lee who could not even get his jacket off in time for the match to start. So Lotharios attacked them. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was a great use of a stupid mistake 
since he couldn't get his jacket off, like why wouldn't you attack them as heels? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you take advantage of this idiot can't get his jacket off? Was he not paying attention to jack off time? He was telling tell people about the, the proper maintenance of jackets. Mm-hmm. He, he never had that problem because he never took the jacket off. Correct. Only when it was jack off time. That's when mm-hmm. a jacket came off. Yep, but Dragon and uh, Fraser won. I don't like Dragon Lee. Uh, I can't trust the guy who wears shorts that small and wrestles with a mask on. I can't do it. I can't do it. Like you're 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 brave enough to put yourself out there. You look fantastic, but you hide your face beneath the mask. What are you trying to hide? What are you trying to hide, man? His face, I think. Yeah, imagine he looks like a foot. <laughs> Just a foot-faced man. So we gotta do a thing where like he takes his mask off and there's a foot under there with eyeballs. <laughs> not for nothing. Like I don't know what Dragon Lee looks like, but I know Ray is kind of an odd looking dude without the mask. He looks like a baby. He does. And he he's looks like, like a baby 50. man. I know, the fifty year old baby. Uh speaking of all fifty year old babies, yeah, his son is the North American champion. Mm-hmm. Uh which I called. Uh, I just want to say that, and I'm glad that they did it. I'm glad that they did this. Um, just making sure there's no one, nothing else from SmackDown because I was going to segue in to SmackDown from NXT to make the bridge because he defends the championship on NXT. You see that? That's mm-hmm. called sportsmanship. It's not, but I'm making that up. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Dom... Uh, all on his own, without any proof whatsoever, the referee's decision is final, uh, is the North American champion. And I think that can only be good for NXT and good for Dom because everybody hates him. And now they hate him even more because, mm-hmm. you know, NXT is the, you know, the, you know, where your guys are, your homegrown guys, you know, with the NXT parking lot that the uh, D'Angelo over there owns. You know, that's Tony D's NXT parking lot. There's a lot of respects over there, you students. Mm-hmm. That's the words. Uh, that is. So, <laughs> what was your opinion? Do you think that was the right move? Are you salty? Uh, I'm not salty. I do like it. Do I think it was the right move? I think for me, it's a little early to tell. I don't think it. I think it's definitely promising. Uh, I feel more positive about it than I do negative. Um, but for me, it is still a little early. They've kind of been building up Dom for a singles run for a while now. And the North American Championship, taking it from Wesley, calling him the open challenge guy, the whole thing. I do like it. It's good. Yeah, Eventually, Wesley will, will give it back. Uh, just wanted to mention Greg Kimura from Thea Hale. I, I'm glad that she's going to be, you know, doing that. She's a savage. But some might say Dominic Mysterio isn't the only Mysterio upsetting the wrestling community currently in regards to victories. Because today we had the match to decide who will wrestle against Escobar for the United States Championship title match. Rey Mysterio has won the match, much to the chagrin of many an L.A. Knight fan 
Yeah. yeah. Out there. Rich, was this the wrong move, and why was it the right move? It was not the wrong move. I think it was the right move because this is going to be, I kind of hope, the beginning of the split of the LWO. Now, since the inception of this LWO, personally, I've kind of felt it was lacking because it's Legado del Fantasma plus Rey Mysterio. And Bad Bunny the one or two times, right? But mainly, yeah. it's a shell of what the original LWO was. Not so. that the LWO was that dense to begin with. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's one of those, like, it was there, and then it wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Wasn't there for a long time. And now it's back? Question right. mark? Right. It's like, you have five members... Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar. Oh, I, I was going to go with uh, Theo Trent, like her real name. Uh, Zelina Vega. Yeah, we use the stage names here, brother. And where are the other two? Well, what they need is Carlito. But it's a little late because I think this should definitely be the end of this. Okay, mm. let's... You know, it should have been Legato the whole time, but I get it. You want yeah. to sell shirts in Puerto Rico, Backlash. We talked about it. It makes perfect sense. Um, and it was cool, and it worked, and they did have Carlito in as at least LWO adjacent for like two minutes. That is correct. And Savio Vega. That's right. Mi gente. He's mi gente, mm -hmm. okay? So I still think that LWO is not even being given the respect that it should have. That's what I'm saying. This what they're doing here. It's like they don't they don't spend half as much effort on this as they do Judgment Day or Bloodline or anything like that. It's like you don't even you have to. Oh, they're a thing. Oh, that's right, they're a thing. Oh, okay, right, like that, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I could Please be wrong. Give us heal Santos, heal Legado del Fantasma. I don't so know. Good. I don't it's know. So good. I don't know. Uh, he has to be. He'd be a face if he's. He he he'd have to be face going against theory though. Theory's a uh, he's a he's a heel. He's a heel heel. You know what I mean? You're assuming Santos is going to beat Ray. I think it's. I think we've already had Ray go over young talent once this week, this month. Can we like maybe try something different? Why do we need Rey Mysterio versus Austin Theory at SummerSlam for the United States Championship when we could have Escobar versus a uh, versus uh, Austin Theory for the United States Championship at SummerSlam? So then, would you wait to turn Escobar heel? Yes, there's there's no rush on this. Hmm. They're still trying to. I don't know what they first. They I don't know what they're doing with the LWO thing. So I don't think about it as part of anything. I'm just mm -hmm. thinking about these are friends. They help each other. That's okay for now. So mm -hmm. maybe something in, in the future happens where it's like, oh, maybe he thinks Ray wants to take the belt away from him or something because he just wants a match with him. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. something like that. 
you know, like they shake hands afterwards and he agrees that he's going to give him a match. But then he's like, no, I don't think I'm going to do that. Maybe we shouldn't do that. You know, that can happen. He could turn heel that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, you took away my opportunity, which is a good, you know, that that's a perfectly good reason. Yeah. But what if it's like, you know, instead you're trying to take what I got. Like, why do you need this now? Like mm-hmm. you, you've done everything. Why do you have to take this from me? Like, I feel like that might be a little bit more compelling. Hmm. It's better than the alternative of Rey Mysterio versus Theory. When I've seen that before, and we can have Escobar versus Theory. True. For the championship, obviously. Different yeah. From, you know. Interesting. So obviously, like, there's, there's a few different directions they can go, and I think I like a lot of it. Well, I think that's a good way to uh, go on to the uh, next bit there on uh, SmackDown there. Um, and that has to do with uh, Bailey had to run away because she's terrified. Because last week we didn't cover this because we were very busy. Shotzi had uh, shaped, cut her own hair, you know, off. Apparently, it was a solidarity with a sister who has cancer. Anyway, she did it for I herself. It you are correct, sister. Okay, next time, trust me. So anyway, she's cut off her hair. It's all there. They're not shaving her head like some straight-edge society bullshit to try to punk her out or something like that. And she's going to look great without any hair. So, secondly, I hope she comes after Bailey with scissors. Because there's a scissor theme here, stabbing her luggage with scissors. They had to leave the premises. Uh, She's very scared, Bailey. She's been very scared the whole time. And I think it's good that Bailey's scared. Because Bailey has yet to control the damage. As a matter of fact, some might say that her failing to control the damage will be her undoing. Mm. She didn't control the damage she did to Shotzi very much. Because if she would have controlled the damage and not cut her hair like that, she probably wouldn't be as upset with her, I think. I agree. I don't know how women work. I'm a man. Uh... Which there is. <laughs> What do you think tribal combat is? Ooh, so apparently from you're what you're there now. I know, I know. Um it's it's like it's still stormy, but it's kind of calmed down with Roman both Roman and Jay off the island at the moment. They're still at SmackDown. Uh the elders are here, they're working on things. Ah, uh, the smell of Ben Gay is in the air. Yes. That's right. And humidity. Ben Gay and humidity. Indeed. Anyway, before we disrespect the elders any further. Listen, I am just seeking information, okay? All I want is to seek information. You know what I'm saying? I know. That 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 was just the, jo- the jokes of Basement Jared do not necessarily reflect those of the Basement Booker's podcast. That was just awful. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it twice. You didn't catch it the first time because you were busy trying not to cry for the other one. It hurts. It hurts so bad. <laughs> I know you're all broken up on the island of negativity at this time. <laughs> them zingers. All right. Yeah. Uh, if I could be serious for a minute. All right. All right. Come all, all down. Right. Come all down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, 
I'm sorry. I, I recently saw some of Batman and Robin again, and there were a lot of puns from Schwarzenegger, and I wanted to be funny too in a stupid way. Ah, <laughs> oh, that that Batman and Robin. I don't think I've seen that one. You're a lucky man, I think. Mm. Um, um, that was with Chris. What's his name? Is Robin Chris something or other? Chris O'Donnell. He's uh, now he's NCIS. Is that the show? He's on one of those shows. Maybe it's a. Uh, there's letters we don't care. The only letters we care currently about is WWE because that's I what love we're talking double, about. Double e. and, yes. Okay, so yes, there's tribal combat. More important. Yes, from what the announcers told us on SmackDown, and from some of the things I've overheard, not so closely. Maybe eavesdropping from the elders here. It is a no disqualification match. Anything goes. And it looks like not only is the WWE Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship brother on the line, but so is the Tribal Lay, which determines, or rather, which is designed to decorate and indicate who is the true Tribal Chief. Look, um... This is just a those qualification match with a fancy name, and I appreciate that. And yes, what's on the line, you know, it's very important. So they better come out in some tribal paint. All right, the the, the tribal chief's got to have some tribal chief type attire. Uh, nothing offensive, tasteful. You'll know what to do. Um, obviously, Roman's not gonna go out there dressed like a fool. He's gonna look cool as shit. Mm-hmm. And and um, we, we gotta get we gotta get Jay out there with the war Uso paint, okay? Right. You know, not that not that, you know, nineteen nineties WWF nonsense, brother. I'm talking about some some ready for war like that, you know. Oh, and Solo too, because you know he's gonna show up. Because I've got a theory, Richter is because if anybody's gonna be tribal chief, it's not gonna be Jay Uso. Mm. Solo thinks it's gonna be Solo. Because if you recall, because it was tonight that this happened, earlier in the evening, the tribal chief, he was sitting with the lay in his hands, mm-hmm. solo on his left or right, I don't know where I am in the universe, was looking. And it looks like he was wanting, he was looking at the lay. And when the tribal chief looked at solo, solo was looking at the tribal chief in the eyes. But Solo looked away first. There was just something there. There was some alpha dog stuff happening right there. Paul Heyman over there in the corner. You know, he knows something's going on. So I have a feeling Solo will be involved. He'll obviously get involved. Jay's not winning shit. Because if anybody's going to take the tribal lay, if anybody's going to take it all, it's the man whose music... He keeps telling you every week, every time he comes out, he's taking it all. It's in the thing. It's the buffet anthem. He's <laughs> taking it all. Mm. Think about that for a second. I feel like by the time some slam comes around, two weeks, two weeks. Oh, my God. It's too soon. We're going to have Jimmy. Jimmy will be back 100%. Uh, he's, yeah, because it's going to be a de facto tag team match. Yeah. 
it's what's going to be unofficially because anything goes. So, mm-hmm. that, like, Jay is an idiot. Because how does that favor you? It favors you. If you think about it, if you think about it, it's good for Jay. Mm-hmm. And it's bad for Jay. Because right. bad for Jay is when it comes to the numbers advantage and cheating, if 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 Roman has to keep his title, if it's about his title and keeping everything, it's going to be mm-hmm. a little bit different than being in a tag team match with him, which is why right. I think Jay chose that stipulation because if anything goes, it could be him and his brother. And as mm-hmm. a tag team, the Usos have beaten Roman Reigns and Solo. That's right. So that's sound logic. Mm-hmm. But this time, anything goes. And the Usos have a lot of experience in matches like that together. So think of the damage they can do. But we don't, if anything goes, anything goes, right? So the tribal the tribal rules is not going to be like, you can't interfere, is it? It's not, it doesn't have, it should, technically it should be, no one should be able to interfere. It's mano a mano, anything goes, right? Technically, like, if you were actually having like a tribal battle like that, you would think, right? Yeah, I feel like if the elders decreed that no one can interfere, then that would be in a stipulation. We have two weeks to go, so they have time to discuss and del- deliberate. Yeah. So, like in the old days, I'm making up, they'd be like, you could choose a second. Right. You know, and it could be like, well, Jay's out of commission. Who's going to be your second? And it's like, oh, my God, he's recovered beforehand. That's my second. It could be something like that, you mm-hmm. know, because obviously we know who Roman second is. Right. You know? Or do we? Could be anything, you know, we do whatever, you know, it's mm-hmm. crazy. So, yeah, there are other members of the bloodline, some of whose New Japan contracts have recently expired. So, look, I'm not naming names. You know, we say enough crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Look out for that, guys. It's an exciting time to be a fan of wrestling. And if you're worried about L.A. Knight, yeah, don't even I'm worry not. about it. Just saying, yeah. Right. He's, he's going to be fine, just like Riddle's going to be fine after receiving a chop through his body and just being destroyed. Honestly, I thought the match was over like that. I thought I thought Gunther killed the man, but he Riddle. couldn't have done that until he folded him up like a pretzel and wrestled effed him into the ground. That's right. And Riddle was shot so hard you got a palm mark on your chest. Yeah, it's 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 some I somehow I got mentally connected with the bro's pain. And look, I have a lot of empathy, guys. Uh so so it is messed up uh what happened there. Um so Becky's new like outfits, is that a thing now? I thought it was like a one off, but now she's just like cutting the middles off her shirts and like having like a like a like a built-in bra type situation with the underboob thing. It's like the second time in a row. The week before it was like an Adidas outfit kind of thing, cut that way, mm-hmm. and then it's some weird, too many colors kind of thing happened. Like, is this your pajamas or your Ms. TV interview clothes? You know what I'm saying? Doesn't he have like a dress code? You know, he's always out there dressed nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't want to go into that too much. I just wanted to bring that up because it bothered me mm. from from Monday. And I had to give Riddle a lot of credit for uh, his match he had with Gunter there. It sucks that he lost, but somebody had to lose and it wasn't going to be him. Right. Not going to be Gunter. Plus, you don't get him staying on a table screaming. Right. 
screaming about the Basement Bookers podcast and how the link tree is down below. And, and if you click on that, you get all the information. You know? Um, I thought it was okay to do that because I think it's done, right? I think we did everything. I think we had a... We, we covered all the stuff we were supposed to cover. Okay? And um, maybe next week... Because I don't think there's anything solid for next week. I'd have watched Battle of the Belts and I could give you my actual opinion. And also we could talk about collision because we could we, we have last week's collision and next week's collision. Mm-hmm. So let's go, which is tomorrow, because we recorded today. Tonight. Tonight. So we'll have talked about the this coming collision on next week's episode so we'll be caught up on collision until we're not caught up on collision which is the same day we record so it's the old pre-recorded it's the pre-recorded time warp you get it let's do the time warp again thanks for checking us out thanks for listening thanks for watching jerry's got a party message as always the match of life is scheduled for one fall so make it count do what the man says. Follow the bookers. Sturdy subscribers strong and growing.